This is our league, and this is your league. From the 55-yard line on CFL America Radio and the Sports History Network. because they said it was too little. I wasn't going to let anything turn me or stop me. He played quarterback much like a person playing cards. You know, Ronnie, fiery competitor. He would not accept defeat. Touchdown! I'm Anne-Marie McDonald. Brains, brawn, and ability, that's what makes a great quarterback. What Ron Lancaster lacked in the brawn department, he more than made up for in the other two. Lancaster's competitive drive was forged in a tough steel town south of the border where football was a religion. He came north and put one CFL club after another on the map. This was the era when players didn't get rich, they got day jobs. Lancaster played for love and parlayed that passion into a remarkable career as coach, broadcaster, and general manager. He was dubbed the Little General, and like some of the best, this general was a short guy. And the Riders are going for it. Lancaster, George Reed over right tackle. Riders are pressing. Lancaster doing a great job passing back against the flow, completing you Football is what he was meant to do and meant to be involved with. I'd never seen a tougher football player than Ron Lancaster. He's the toughest guy on the field. He was the king. He was a born leader. Lancaster doing a great job of scrambling. Passing back against the flow, complete to Buchanan. He would compete. He was tough. There's nobody better at the end of a game. Virtually unstoppable. Lancaster out of the passing pocket. The pass. You can't be the success that Ron Lancaster has been if you're not a competitive guy. Here's a guy that played 17 years, had all the records. He was the best player in the league. The winner, Ron Lancaster. He led by example. Lancaster pulls the trigger. Boom! And throw that pass. Boom! Touchdown. He earned your respect during the week, but he commended your respect on the football field. He became the greatest color commentator that football has ever seen. He always knew how to react with his players, and they loved the guy. He just did everything a lot of us wish we could be. He was the king. They called him the little general. You know what a general does in war, right? It's Ronnie Lancaster, the little general. Pro football is a world dominated by big men with big ambitions. At this level, a player can last a day, a season, sometimes a decade. Many become stars. Few become legends. In Canada, Ron Lancaster is one of those legends. I saw a statement that uh, Elvis Presley used. And it said, uh, you're never going to get where you want to go if you forget where you came from. Ronnie Lancaster was the eldest of ten children. His dad was a steel mill worker. And it seemed, so was everyone else in the blue-collar company town where he grew up. Clayton, Pennsylvania was a town of about 15, 16,000 people. It was a tough town, hard-working people, all worked at U.S. Steel. That was the main lifeblood of the city. They lived hard, they worked hard, they played hard. In Clareton, where he came from, then as now, high school football was a religion, 
a religion celebrated at the end of a tough week. Friday night, the city closed down. Six o'clock, game night. It was a thing to do, play high school football. For Lancaster, the ambition was not just to make the team. It was to be its quarterback, its leader. The fact that he was the shortest guy in the field didn't seem to worry him. The coach said, anybody that can throw, stay and throw the football, we got to find a quarterback. I figured I might as well stay and throw too. And anyway, I won and I got to be a quarterback. High school football was one thing, but the road to the professional game went through college. And the American colleges weren't interested in a quarterback whose heart was big but whose body was not. When you come out of high school at like five foot five, five foot five and a half, I weighed about 135 pounds, 140 maybe. Uh, they weren't exactly beating down the door to recruit me. The big colleges simply overlooked him. But when the one offer did come in from tiny Wittenberg University in Springfield, Ohio, he grabbed it. I really couldn't ask for a better place to go to school because, you know, coming from a small town, Going to a small college, I, I kind of fit in there. It was kind of neat. What he and the Ohio University lacked in size, they made up for in intelligence and determination. He quarterbacked the Wittenberg Tigers to two Ohio Conference championships in 1957 and 58. It was a huge football feat. Lancaster was taking an education degree to be a teacher, but football was his first love. And then there was Bev. My sister was dating a football player from there and asked if I would go out with this guy. To tell you the truth, I think I met her one night when we were out at a bar. And what can you hurt one date? She decides she wanted to hang around with me, and that's, you know, and that's, like I've said many times, uh, it takes special people to stay with me as long as she's been with me, because I'm a little bit different. Football, when we were dating, I told him it was his first love. But he loved me, but football was his first, and I accepted that. They married in 1958, while they were both college students. They expected, after the Ohio wins, that an American professional team would invite him to camp. It never happened. Football was his challenge because they said he was too little. The dream of playing in the American pro leagues was simply not going to happen. He was only five foot nine, 160 pounds. There were water boys who were bigger. But as Ron Lancaster and his new wife prepared to give up the dream, he caught a glimpse of his future. One day I was outside and I came in the house and I saw this football game. So I stopped and I watched it a couple plays and it was the Canadian Football League. He barely knew where Ottawa was, except it was north of the border. But Ottawa was looking for a backup quarterback and thought he could play on the bigger Canadian field. And I remember saying to Beth, I'll be back when they send me home. On his way north, Ron Lancaster decided that no matter what he told Bev, he was going to make the team. When I made the football club, I'm playing defense, returning kicks. Whatever they want me to do, I'm going to do. The starting quarterback in Ottawa was the Canadian All-Star, number 12, Russ Jackson. He was rugged and smart and tough and had never been stopped. It happened that partway through the year, I was running with the ball and got tackled and fell on the ball and uh, cracked a couple of ribs. And we were going into Montreal the next weekend, and that's the only game I didn't dress for in 12 years. And Ronnie became the quarterback. He had a great game against the Alouettes. That's when I think Frank Clare realized he had a couple of quarterbacks and he could bank on both of us. Head coach Frank Clare was desperate and put in Ronnie Lancaster as the backup quarterback. And suddenly, he had the best QB tandem in the league. Two leaders took the Ottawa Rough Riders to the 1960 Grey Cup against the powerhouse Edmonton Eskimos, and the fans were betting on which quarterback would start for Ottawa. The quarterback slots the question mark, Ron Lancaster, or the more experienced Canadian-born Russ Jackson. Only time will tell. Coach Clare had gone with experience, and the American rookie second-string quarterback watched from the sidelines while Russ Jackson won the Grey Cup. Russ Jackson shooting long. Jackson is after the touchdown on this one. Jackson's pass for a 16-yard game. But everyone who knew football knew that there were now two talented quarterbacks in Ottawa. And by 1962, Russ Jackson had had enough of sharing the title and the job. 
I walked into Frank Clare and I told him that, um, you know, the season's over. And I said, uh, my feeling was I was disappointed in the way that we were being used as quarterbacks. I wanted to play football, and I wasn't going to let anything deter me or stop me. I was always hoping to stay. They went on a Western trip to Edmonton, Vancouver, their last two preseason games. They didn't take me with them, so I kind of knew that the handwriting was on the wall. And so the best thing that could have happened was that they traded Ronnie. We would have liked to have stayed in the East, but uh, they didn't want him in the East. They want him out of their division. The other Canadian Rough Riders, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, were in last place in the West. Regina was small market, and the football team didn't have a lot to offer. Ken Preston, who was a very frugal general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and he was a Regina boy, he got a hold of uh, Frank Clare, made a trade uh, for Ron Lancaster, and in the end surrendered a bottle of good scotch, which, if you knew Preston, was a high price to pay. Uh, best thing ever happened to me for my career, but uh, I always tell him they traded me Saskatchewan for a broken helmet with no face mask. But uh, I was the guy that went, 1963. The Prairies had a reputation for friendliness and acceptance. It was not something that had rubbed off on the Saskatchewan coach, Bob Shaw. I went up and asked where the coach was. The guy sent me to the top of the steps. I knocked on the door and uh, come in. I opened the door and I stand there and the guy said, uh, can I help you? I said, yeah, I'm looking for uh, Bob Shaw. He said, I'm, I'm Bob Shaw, who are you? I said, uh, Ron Lancaster. And he goes, you gotta be kidding me. And I, you know, what do you say to that? You know, and I looked at him and he says, you look like a refugee from the Mickey Mouse Club. Saskatchewan may have been in last place, but they did have talent with receiver Hugh Campbell and the great running back, George Reed. This little guy shows up and uh, he's standing there and he introduces himself, he's quarterback and so forth. And you know, right away, you know, I thought he was, he'd be a lot of fun to be around. George Reed and Ronnie and then I all arrived there. It seemed to help the fortunes of the Rough Riders. They had not been making the playoffs in recent years and, and uh, didn't look like they were going to that year, and we kind of caught fire. But the new quarterback's relationship with his head coach never did descend into anything close to friendship. We were in Calgary, and at halftime, Shaw came in, and in front of the whole team, he cut Ronnie Lancaster. He said, you are cut. Ronnie didn't go back out. He said, stupid, I meant you were cut after the game, not before. And then, of course, the second half, uh, he threw a bunch of touchdown passes, and we came from behind and beat Calgary. And as we came off the field, Bob Shaw said to Ronnie Lancaster, that's it, win it in spite of me. And uh, Ronnie says, you're not just whistling Dixie, big fella. I had never seen any, you know, a guy talk to a coach like that or a coach talk to a player like that. Bob Shaw could not stand Ron Lancaster, and Ron Lancaster could not stand Bob Shaw. And those two did not like each other. Uh, Shaw did not believe Ronnie was a good quarterback, and uh, it, was a, it was a huge, huge problem. With a last-place team and a coach who didn't want him, Ron Lancaster had his work cut out. But he was about to turn the football tide into what became known as Ryder Pride. Still to come. I think that was the night that Ryder Pride was invented. And that still makes me shake. They're the best in their business. Not that, but I swear. Loose on the streets of London. She's got a brain like a steel trap. The one rule in this game. Be ready. Never shoot an honest man. Because bad behavior makes bad luck. It's all about the money, isn't it? Hustle. Wednesday at 9 on CBC Television. Shh. The con is on. Even when your world turns upside down, new Olay Dual Action Cleanser Plus Toner keeps skin balanced. With a deep cleanser plus a toner in one. New Dual Action Cleanser Plus Toner from Olay. A microdermabrasion uses fine particles to exfoliate your skin. A mini peel uses a mild chemical solution to resurface your skin. Now get the Olay two-step solution at home. Olay Regenerous Microdermabrasion and Peel System. Two steps, one system.
For an advanced skincare treatment, stay home. Olay Regenerous at-home treatment. Love the skin you're in. Can your hair take the heat? Defend your hair from cruel summer damage caused by drying sun and heat with Pantene Pro-V Summer Rescue. The Pantene Pro-Vitamin Formula moisturizes hair instantly and repairs up to 99% of summer damage. Turn cruel into cool. Pantene Pro-V Summer Rescue. That's the beauty of healthy-looking hair. Are you wearing someone else's hair color? Stop! Find your perfect match with Natural Instincts. More shiny shades, more to naturally enhance you. Natural Instincts. So many shiny, healthy-looking shades. It's more you. Natural Instincts. Only from Clairol. Sometimes it takes more than hard work to reach college or university. That's why Ontario is helping more students aim higher by introducing grants and doubling its investment in student aid. Find out about the new OSAP. Casino excitement is right around the corner. Introducing Grand Prix Casino Instant Lottery. With $35 million in prizing, including 20 top prizes of $500,000, 800 Canadian casino getaways, and an incredible one in six odds of winning. Hit me. Sir? Come on, hit me. Come on, hit me! Get into the game with Grand Prix Casino at your lottery retailer. I was a waitress for 40 years. People would ask me, do you mind if I smoke? And I'd say, it doesn't bother me. At that time, I didn't know that secondhand smoke can cause cancer. I was diagnosed with lung cancer from secondhand smoke in the workplace. We stopped all smoking activities in the restaurant. I want something done about this, you know? People shouldn't go to work to die. In November of 1963, the stage was set for what was to become, arguably, the biggest turnaround in Canadian pro football. In the first round of the playoffs, there was to be a two-game tournament between the Calgary Stampeders and the Saskatchewan Roughriders. Most points would win. The first game was played in Calgary, and Saskatchewan lost 35-9, giving Calgary a 26-point spread coming into Regina. The Riders had to win at home by 27 points. The odds were not good. Lancaster going to the air again. The George Reed over left tackle, a big hole. And he the fans stayed away by the thousands. And then Ron Lancaster started to pick apart the Calgary defense. In Regina, it didn't take long for the word to spread, and halftime turned into rush hour as fans finally arrived to cheer on their quarterback and take part in a little bit of Canadian football history. I never saw that in my life, and we'll never see it again. It was a miracle game, and it was what legends are made of. In what may have been his finest hour on a playing field, Ron Lancaster won the two-game series by a single point and immediately got himself a new title. They called him the Little General. You know what a general does in war, right? It's Ronnie Lancaster, the little general. Generals set the stage, the plan to win the war. He would not accept defeat. He always thought we had a chance to win the football game. And I guess that's what made us such an exciting football team. It's say, let me tell you something. That's exactly how I always played football. I always knew a certain play that was going to score big. Boom! He'd throw that pass. Boom! Touchdown! Hey! Riders win! And I used to talk to him about that. And I said, you set that up, you son of a gun. And he'd laugh. Lancaster doing a great job of scrambling. I, I can only play the way I know how to play. And uh, I'm a gambler. Complete to Buchanan! The way I played, I mean, I might scramble and gain you 40 yards, and I might lose you 40 yards, and, you know, you just never know what I'm going to do. He played 
quarterback, much like a person playing cards. He, he knew what he had in his hand, he knew what different people could do, and he put all the players in the place where they could show their talents the most. They'd come from last place, and now they were a contender. But the friction between the 5'9 quarterback and the head coach was getting worse. Finally, it came to a head, and the coach was replaced by a slow-talking football man with the unlikely name of Eagle Keys. Brown was an extremely smart player. I mean, he knew what was going on on the field. A lot of players play the game, and they don't really know why, why they're out there. Well, Ron knew why he was out there. I would say that he was the, the main reason that we won there is because of his quarterback. Probably the key thing was when Eagle Keys became the head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He had a lot of respect for Ron as a person. He uh, had tremendous respect for Ron's ability to understand football. With Harmony in the locker room and on the field, and with the hands of Hugh Campbell and the legs of George Reed, the little general had the weapons he needed. In 1963, when they started to put this team together, uh, three years later, we end up in the Grey Cup. A whole province had one thought. Saskatchewan could go-go all the way. Football fans poured into Vancouver for the 1966 Grey Cup. It was hailed as a grudge match, for the Eastern champion that year was Russ Jackson's Ottawa Rough Riders. And Jackson had already been chosen as the league's most valuable player, an honor that many felt belonged to the West and to the quarterback of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Ottawa was huge favorites. They were such big favorites that the CBC had set up their cameras in the Ottawa dressing room to conduct a victorious game-ending interviews. We were seen as little kids from the prairie. We weren't expected to do very much. And we just kind of band together, and of course, we followed the leader. Leader was Lancaster, so we followed him. The smart money was on Ottawa. They were a bigger team and heavily favored. Early in the first half, Jackson had led the Rough Riders to a 14-point lead. But then, the little general took the field and tied the game just before the halftime cut. We felt that if we could be close at halftime, we would win the second half. Saskatchewan retained possession and continued to use a new offensive alignment they inserted at the beginning of the second half. in the second half and uh, they just ran us into the ground. George Reed just kept carrying the ball and we couldn't stop him. We couldn't do anything offensively and we ended up losing the football game. For the first time in their 56-year history, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders were the Grey Cup champions. The Western Rough Riders win the 1966 Grey Cup game. Would you believe Saskatchewan? The Ottawa fans couldn't. Neither could player of the year Russ Jackson. But ex-Ottawa Rough Rider Ron Lancaster could. Saskatchewan Rough Riders Ron Lancaster. And Ron, you had a whale of a day. That arm was going exceptionally well, and your club really came on in the second half. Well, yes, Ernie, uh, the second half we decided we played our type of football. When we line up, then we send George Reed, Ed Buchanan, everybody else right at him. And if, when we can get this going, we, we feel that this is the way we win. Saskatchewan went nuts. I think that was the night that Ryder Pride was invented. And that still makes me shake because everybody was out on their front lawns at 30 below. Oh, the, the best. It was the best. It's like winter never existed. You never hear them talk about the winter of 66. It could be the winter of another year, but 66, we won the Grey Cup. He'd led his team to the Grey Cup, but this was Canada and even quarterbacks couldn't raise a family on the money they made from football. Ron and Bev had three children, and Ron's other job was teaching high school at Central Collegiate in Regina. The kids got used to it. We certainly knew that he, you know, what kind of job he had, but for me, you know, he was just my dad. Like, when he came to things and he was there, he was just like any other dad that was there. You know, they always say, keep them busy. And our kids were busy all the time. Like, Lana played softball. She was a cheerleader. Uh, all that stuff, and Bobby and Ronnie both played hockey and football and baseball. Regina adopted Ron Lancaster. They loved him, not only as a star quarterback, but as the high school teacher who also got out and helped in the community, in his own particular style. He coached our hockey team. I mean, he knows about as much hockey as I do. Uh, he coached the defense. I was a forward, and uh, I think I was grade 8. And I ended up breaking my collarbone and never broke it before, and I'm laying on the ice. I mean, it's, it hurt. I mean, I, I'm not going to kid you about it. 
So anyway, they had to blow the whistle, and you know, here he comes across the ice, you know, the old one-step, you know, slide, the whole bit. He, and I'm on the other side, and I'm, wow, I'm down. And no word of lie, first words out of his mouth was, he leaned over, I looked up at him and was, get up off the ice, kid, you're melting it. The professional quarterback and minor hockey coach was settling into family life on the prairies. Still ahead. The last game I played in Saskatchewan wasn't fun. I mean, they booed me to get out, get out, the old man, all that stuff. One of the most trusted men in modern science returns with all new episodes available in HD. The Nature of Things with David Suzuki, Sunday at 7 on CBC Television. Start the long weekend with a laugh. <laughs> Russell Peters hosts Old Canada. This is how you know this is Canada, because there's a brown guy hosting a Canada Day special. An all-new Just for Laugh special, Friday at 8 on CBC. If you want crystal clear glasses, there's no room for the damaging effects of etching. Here's Cascade with Shine Shield. It helps neutralize the harsh effects of dishwashing. Cascade with Shine Shield. Protect your glasses. New Gain Joyful Expressions laundry detergent comes in scent so surprising. Next, please. Ticket and passport. They attract attention. Sir, are you flirting with me? Watch it, mister. I'm married. <laughs> oh, looks like I'll have to bump someone to business class. Don't laugh. It's that good. New Gain Joyful Expressions in Apple Mango Tango. Wherever germs hide, One. kids will find them. Trust Mr. Clean to kill 99.9% .9 of germs. Mr. Clean. I was a waitress for 40 years. People would ask me, do you mind if I smoke? And I'd say, it doesn't bother me. At that time, I didn't know that secondhand smoke can cause cancer. I was diagnosed with lung cancer from secondhand smoke in the workplace. We stopped all smoking activities in the restaurant. I want something done about this, you know? People shouldn't go to work to die. Hi. Welcome to the neighborhood. Oh, that's me. Let me just go put these in some water. Come on in. Ooh. Wow, look at all this beautiful furniture. She must be a designer. We love what you've done with the place. Thanks. It's all new, from Leon's. If you haven't been to Leon's lately, you don't know what you're missing. And during our exciting new Fresh Start event, you can give your home a fresh start for even less. And you don't pay for 15 months. Amazing. I never would have thought to look at Leon's. Once a year, the sky lights up over Windsor. And once again, we invite you to share the evening with CBC Television and CBC Radio. Wednesday, June 28th, join us on the lawn at 825 Riverside Drive for one of the best fireworks views around. We'll have entertainment, activities for the kids, and you'll be able to meet some of our hosts, including CBC News at 6 anchor, Susan Pedler. Pull up a lawn chair at CBC Windsor, and it's all free. New this summer, they all want stardom, but when the performances end, the drama begins. Can they live together and compete without falling apart? The One Making a Music Star premieres Tuesday, July 18th on CBC. As the 1960s wore on, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders were seen as a powerhouse in Canadian football. No longer the perennial losers, rider pride stretched across the province. The team had become a close-knit group. You got to know everybody as people, and uh, I think that really helped our football club. It's just something about you become a little bit more of a family. A lot of the players that you'd go and see uh, play at Taylor Field were the same ones that were coming over and swimming in the pool and over for barbecues with mom and dad. And I mean, Al Ford uh, taught me how to swim. 
we did a lot of things together in, in the offseason that uh, certainly built uh, the team spirit and the core of the team. People of Saskatchewan, they follow that football team very, very religiously because those people care. No one was surprised when Lancaster drove his team to the Grey Cup Finals in 67, 69, and 72. They were surprised when they didn't win. Yet with the losses, Ron Lancaster became part of Saskatchewan humor. In Saskatchewan, there are four seasons. That, uh, the wind will blow in the winter, the spring, and the summer, and Lancaster will blow playoff games in the fall. By 1975, two of Lancaster's favorite weapons had retired. Hugh Campbell and George Reed had hung up the cleats. But Ron stayed and went into the 1976 season with a team of raw rookies that everyone knew were destined to fail. The great club is beginning to disintegrate. It's what have you done for me lately. Ron Lancaster was going to make the best of the situation. You don't quit. You don't get down. You just say, how do I win? Against all odds, Ron Lancaster did win. He knocked off the Edmonton Eskimos to win the West and a place in the 1976 Grey Cup. He also, for the second time, picked up the Shenley Award as the league's most valuable player. The tuxedo was rented. When you have a defense that can shut him down and an offense to give you time, and receivers that can catch any quarterback and throw him the ball, uh, I'd just like to say thanks to them. And finally, the Great Cup comes up Sunday. That's the second highlight. And I know this, the game is great for Canada, but I know that the 22 million Canadians are great for the game. Thank you very much. It had been 10 years since they had beaten Ottawa in the Grey Cup. Lancaster, now the KG veteran, with a dozen pro years under his belt, led them to what was a certain victory. Touchdown! With 40 seconds to go, Saskatchewan was leading by four points. The 10-year Grey Cup drought was coming to an end. But the fat lady hadn't sung yet. And somehow, Ottawa's Tony Gabriel got free and snagged the game-winning touchdown. With only seconds to go, the Grey Cup was lost. It still hurts. Doggone it, we had chances to win and we couldn't put it away. And uh, that's... If there's one, been one thing about my entire career that, that, that I would say was a little bit disappointing, it was not winning any more Grey Cups. That'd be it. The fans thought he'd hung on too long. Now in his late 30s, Lancaster, they said, had lost his edge. In October of 1978, Ron Lancaster, pro quarterback, finally announced that this would be his final season. In the last home game at Taylor Field, the adopted son, who had made them so proud, was now the old guy, past his prime. It was not pleasant. The last game I played in Saskatchewan wasn't fun. I mean, they booed me to get out, get out, the old man, all that stuff. And uh, that's fine. He was booed at, in, in his home stadium. Here's a guy that played 17 years, had all the records. He was the general of the team. He was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And I can remember sitting in the, in the press box just totally stunned. I mean, I understand the passion the fans have for this team. But for that moment in time, uh, they forgot everything that this guy had done here. They forgot that this would be the last time they would see him on that field in a rider uniform. A week after being booed at home, they went to Edmonton for the final game of his career. And he was benched, watching a younger quarterback lead the team. And then, something wonderful happened. The Eskimos get off to a pretty big lead. And as you look around that crowd in Edmonton, and all of a sudden, these signs start popping up. And they're saying, thanks for the memories, Ronnie. And then the crowd started chanting, we want Ronnie, we want Ronnie. And finally, they put him into the game, led the riders back to a victory. And when he left the game, I have, have heard very few ovations that were as loud or as prolonged as what he got that day when he walked off the field in Canadian Football League for the last time as a player. It was just a magic, magic moment. I'll never forget that. It was uh, 40,000 people. And uh, they sent me out right. 
He had stopped being a player, but he was not out of football. It is my pleasure to announce that Ron Lancaster has been named the new head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders Football Club. I'd like to thank uh, Hank and the management committee for uh, the opportunity to be the head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and also say that the past 19 years in the CFL and 16 of them with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have been uh, very happy and it's just everything I've ever hoped they would be. It's just that uh, we didn't go out on top, but uh, that's another story. It should have been a fairy tale season, his first as head coach. But this wasn't Cinderella. This was football, and they lost their first 12 games. They call it life in the fishbowl around here because if you're winning, it's great because uh, everybody says, oh, that's wonderful. You're playing great. Congratulations. But if you're losing, there are a lot of questions to be answered, and, and he answered a lot of questions. Looks very much as though that losing string is going to stretch through an even dozen games now. So here it is, a two-point conversion try for Saskatchewan. Sanders throwing into the end zone. Interceptions, mistakes, bad luck. After two seasons from hell, with only four victories, a disappointed and defeated Lancaster knew that the buck stopped with him. He resigned as head coach. Those, those last few years that Ronnie was a rough rider, as a player and then as a coach, those were not fun years. Lancaster's laugh was, was not near as loud and long in those days. Once he got away from Saskatchewan, had time to regroup, then Ron became the, the old Lancaster. He thought it was finally over, but it wasn't. The CBC was looking for someone who could help explain the intricacies of the game to a television audience. They turned to Ron Lancaster. I had that opportunity. I said, you bet. I said, I'd love to do it. So he always said the reason why they, um, he was chosen was because uh, the, they couldn't upset the English or the French because he didn't speak either language. <laughs> yeah, you love to throw a screen pass. Now, you got to stop, give some ground, but the safety blitz is coming. He's unblocked. You don't get the time that you would like. Come home and mom and I'd be sitting there and just say, you say to us, did you understand what I was saying? Like, did you follow everything? And we went, yeah, you did a great, you know, we thought you did a great job. He goes, oh, good, because if you two understood it, then I know most of Canada got it. We just look at him. Nice, you know. This is the version of the Statue of Liberty. You're not there to look good today, and football players all like to look good in their uniforms. When I played, I never had to worry about looking good. Oh, it's play action. Get him outside. Watch number 31, Ben Zambiazzi. Now, he's going to come as soon as Allen looks like he's going to cross that line of scrimmage. He comes a long way to make the hit. I think he's the best football sports guy I've ever seen on TV. I don't care if you're talking about John Madden, who you're talking about. Lancaster was just absolutely superb. It was just a, it was an ideal situation, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And uh, I wouldn't trade those memories for anything. Ron Lancaster's life was content. He had been a great player, a coach, a successful broadcaster. His wife and he had settled into quiet middle age. The family had grown up. But for Ron Lancaster, something was missing. Next on Life and Times. And I saw a little tear go down his eye. And it was a great moment for all of us. I'm very upset. Have you ever felt like the underdog? It's just ridiculous. Ripped off. They just want your money. Bullied by big companies. None of us are getting anywhere. Sound familiar? Maybe we can help. Email or call us and tell us about your underdog fight. The world takes center stage as one of the most trusted men in modern science returns with all new thought-provoking episodes available in HD. The Nature of Things with David Suzuki, Sunday at 7 on CBC Television. You gotta love fresh strawberries. Mm -hmm. Hi, Karen. I need to discuss the Schedule 23 receivables with you. It won't take too long. Okay, good. Now, before we start, I should mention that one of our secondary objectives for this year... Mm -hmm. Now, Karen, if you could have three copies of that... Nothing can get between you and the plump and juicy fresh strawberries in Tim Horton's delicious strawberry tarts. Just $1.49. New Gain Joyful Expressions Laundry Detergent comes in scents so surprising... Next, please. Ticket and passport. They attract attention. Sir, are you flirting with me? Watch it, mister. I'm married. <laughs> oh, looks like I'll have...
to bump someone to business class. Don't laugh. It's that good. New gain joyful expressions in Apple Mango Tango. You gotta love pressed strawberries. Mmm. Mmm. Hi, Karen. I need to discuss the Schedule 23 receivables with you. It won't take too long. Okay, good. Now, before we start, I should mention that one of our secondary objectives for this year... Mm -hmm. Now, Karen, if you could have three copies of that... Nothing can get between you and the plump and juicy fresh strawberries in Tim Horton's delicious strawberry tarts. Just $1.49. Casino excitement is right around the corner. Introducing Grand Prix Casino Instant Lottery. With $35 million in prizing, including 20 top prizes of $500,000, 800 Canadian casino getaways, and an incredible one in six odds of winning. Hit me. Sir? Come on, hit me. Come on, hit me! Get into the game with Grand Prix Casino at your lottery retailer. Celebrate Canada's best. Bring home the action. A Canadian masterpiece. The excitement. Duncan finished the Olympic champion. And the glory of the 2006 Olympic Winter Games on CBC Television. Gold medal, Chandra Crawford of Canada. Torino 2006, Canada's quest for success. Own the six-disc DVD set. Available now. Brought to you in part by HBC. Ontario's favorite Highland Games are back. The 17th annual Chatham-Kent Supreme Highland Games. Saturday, July 8th at Tecumseh Park in Chatham, Ontario. Don't miss an action-packed, fun-filled day with heavy events, band competition, and Highland dancing. Don't miss the 17th annual Chatham-Kent Supreme Highland Games. Competitions begin at 8 a.m. Ron Lancaster would spend 10 years in the broadcast booth educating, entertaining, explaining. But it wasn't really being part of the game. And being part of the game was where Ron Lancaster really wanted to be. All he had to do was figure out a way to tell his wife. I always have my hair cut or colored or whatever on a Friday morning. And so Ronnie said to me, um, I'm going to drive you down. I need the car. I said, oh, okay. She's getting out of the car. And I said, uh... Uh, something for you to think about while you're getting your hair done. As she's getting out now, the door open. Uh, Bev, um, I'm going to be taking a flight out <clears throat> to Edmonton. I'm going to talk to you a little bit. I might, uh, I might consider becoming the head coach. All right, Bev, so I'll see you about 12. Puts it into gear and go. So mom's kind of like that. I said, what? He said, yeah, I'll tell you about, he said, uh, later. She's looking at me kind of strange as she's walking to get her hair done. So I go back and pick her up in an hour, and she says, now, let's go back over what you said. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, I'm going to fly out to Edmonton tomorrow. We talked about it a long time. He came out and stayed at our house for a while. And uh, uh, after a while, I had him convinced to give it a whirl. So on Sunday, we finally get done all day. Sunday, we're going to have the press conference Monday, and I'm not allowed to tell anybody. I call Bev and tell her, but he doesn't want me to tell any of the kids till Monday morning. Phone rings and it's a weekend. It's a friend of mine coaching with the Ticats, now Dennis McPhee. And Deke says to me, hey, Ronnie, your, uh, your dad's going to, your dad's now the head, he's going to be the head coach of Edmonton. <laughs> well, after I stopped laughing, I mean, because it's absurd, you know. And I said, Deke, come on. He says, I'm just telling you. And I said, no, no. I said, I would have known by now. His old receiver, Hugh Campbell, now general manager of the Edmonton Eskimos, had offered him the job as head coach. We get down there and Huey announces Ron Lancaster. While everybody was somewhat stunned. We have selected as our new head coach, Ron Lancaster. I've been around football for a few years up here. And the Edmonton Eskimo organization has always had the term first class applied to it. I know that from my associations with it and uh, I just hope that we can continue that on. Saskatchewan may have had brighter pride, but Edmonton was now calling itself the City of Champions. The pressure in Edmonton isn't, are you going to make the playoffs? It's, are you going to win the Western Final to get to the Grey Cup? 
you know, Ronnie, fiery, competitor, this, that, and so on, but he always knew how to react with his players, always knew how to get them up, always was able to connect, and they loved the guy. 33 years since his rookie debut in Ottawa, Ron Lancaster engineered a winning season for his Edmonton Eskimos and took them to the Grey Cup game of 1993. Now, here is the Edmonton Eskimos! It's been a very balanced attack that Ron Lancaster devised for this Grey Cup game. First and goal for the Eskimos. Hand off to Floyd, and Floyd is in! that I saw in Coach Lancaster's face. Just tremendous. Big crocodile tears being held back. He is a terrific champion and a gentleman. Damon Allen steps up inside with a big run. And that's it. Ron Lancaster and the Edmonton Eskimos are 1993 Grey Cup champions. 93 finally makes it. Grey Cup, right there, 93, boy. There he is, the winning coach in the Grey Cup, 93. How does that sound? Well, I'll tell you, it's good. The guys earned it. They played hard. I give a lot of credit to Winnipeg. You know, that is one tough football team, but it just was our day today, and we're very happy. I still always remember him standing there watching the trophy be presented, and he kind of hid off in the crowd where nobody would really put the cameras on him. And I saw a little tear go down his eye. And uh, it was a great moment for all of us, especially for the Lancasters and the Camels. It was just a great time because we, we came a long way together from the uh, days of uh, 1963 to uh, 1993. What I really enjoyed watching was the players up on a stage getting their cup. I mean, it's like a bunch of kids, right? And that's great. It's, it's great to just sit back and watch it because that's, that's really was more fun for me than, than taking part in it. He was seven years in Edmonton, but it was time to move back east. The Hamilton Tiger Cats had been looking for a coach. They were in last place. The challenge was to get them into first. Lancaster took the job. Our families went to dinner at least once a week every during football season. And it came out in conversation that uh, they needed to get back where both Bev and Ron's parents live. Lancaster left Edmonton, but he didn't leave alone. He recruited two free agents, quarterback Danny McManus and receiver Darren Flutie. By the end of his first season, the Hamilton Tiger Cats had made it to the Grey Cup. This time, he was representing the East against the Calgary Stampeders. They lost by a field goal on the last play of the game. By the end of the next year, the loss still rankled, and Ron Lancaster brought his Tiger Cats back to face the defending champions. Let's go to war. Let's go play. Cup champion team in Ottawa. He has won the Grey Cup as a player in Saskatchewan, as a coach in Edmonton, and as a coach in Hamilton. Very, very few athletes ever get to claim that. Like it, it's something that will be with, on his record forever that will make sure that people understand how great he was. The Tiger Cats would enter the new millennium as Grey Cup champions. But professional football is, at its heart, a money game. And money was a problem in Hamilton. There were rumors circulating before the season ever started that uh, the club wasn't going to make it, it was going to fold, it was going to go into bankruptcy. And it, it was just, uh, we didn't have the money to sign players. And every time a player played his option out, we couldn't get in a bidding for him. It was, it was tough. I said, God, this must be just ripping him apart. You can't have played the game as long as he did, been as competitive and successful as he was without feeling for your athletes. He would know. He, he must have been crying inside, saying, guys, I want to help you, I can't. Only three years after they were champions, the Tiger Cats were decimated. There was no joy, no money, 
and the club was looking for a new owner. If you think you can go on 17, keep your job, then you're not being very realistic. So, you know, you know, I knew it was over then. Fortunately, the club was sold. Bob Young came in, said, hey, you're a great guy. You know, I know your history. I was a kid who grew up in Hamilton. You're my man. Ron is such a straight shooter, you know, that here's the guy who's going to buy the Tiger Cats. Instead of Ron saying, you know, we're going to do great things, he sits me down and says, Bob, I better tell you the facts of life. You know, we won the Grey Cup here in Hamilton, and we couldn't draw more than 18,000 people to a game that year. So, you know, how do you think you're going to turn this around? I just loved it. The truth had set Ron Lancaster free. The new owner promoted him to general manager. But there were to be bigger challenges ahead, bigger even than football. Challenges which Lancaster could only dread. affectionate, sometimes irreverent look at the royal family. I'm going to beat her record. Pop-Up Royals with Scott Thompson premieres Tuesday at 8.30. I'm the queen! On CBC. Weeknights, Peter Mansbridge and the Nationals team of trusted journalists bring you the Canadian perspective. The Afghan people are not the enemy. Remember that. CBC News, The National. Weeknights on CBC Television. For really tough cleaning, it's the new Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Extra Power. It's 50% stronger to clean sticky messes in the fridge and even stubborn dirt from tile grout. It erases soap scum from textured shower floors and dirt from outdoor toys. The Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Extra Power cleans like magic. Pass it on. New gain, joyful expressions, laundry detergent comes in scents so surprising. Next, please. Ticket and passport. They attract attention. Sir, are you flirting with me? Watch it, mister. I'm married. <laughs> oh, looks like I'll have to bump someone to business class. Don't laugh. It's that good. New Gain Joyful Expressions in Apple Mango Tango. Ontario's favorite Highland Games are back. The 17th annual Chatham-Kent Supreme Highland Games. Saturday, July 8th at Tecumseh Park in Chatham, Ontario. Don't miss an action-packed, fun-filled day with heavy events, band competition, and Highland dancing. Don't miss the 17th annual Chatham-Kent Supreme Highland Games. Competitions begin at 8 a.m. I was a waitress for 40 years. People would ask me, do you mind if I smoke? And I'd say, it doesn't bother me. At that time, I didn't know that secondhand smoke can cause cancer. I was diagnosed with lung cancer from secondhand smoking in the workplace. We stopped all smoking activities in the restaurant. I want something done about this, you know. People shouldn't go to work to die. Mark, Mark, what are you doing? Hey, Kellyanne. Hey! What's wrong? What are you doing on the sidewalk? You should be in the bike lane. And you're going the wrong way. What do you mean the wrong way? You should be on the other side of the road in the floor of traffic. I feel safer on the sidewalk. Bikes are considered vehicles under the Ontario Traffic Act, so we have to obey the same laws as cars. Next time, don't forget your helmet and obey the rules of the road. Come on, Windsor. Get on your bikes and ride. Cycle Windsor reminds you bikes are vehicles too. Share the road. It's the law. Victoria, 64 years on the throne and never cracked a smile. An affectionate, sometimes irreverent look at the royal family. I'm going to beat her record. Pop-up Royals with Scott Thompson premieres Tuesday at 8.30. I'm the queen. On CBC. With friends like this, who needs friends? <laughs> Kenny versus Benny. Get him! Late night, Tuesday on CBC. For these players, it's not just about the money. Oh, bad for guys, what? Hustle. Premieres Wednesday, June 21st on CBC Television. Shh. The con is on. Ron Lancaster's life had become a living football legacy as both sons followed in his footsteps.
playing quarterback and coaching professionally. And now the next generation is his passion. His grandson, Mark Mueller, is the high school quarterback, the third generation. You got a new coach? Yep. Yeah, Greg Johnson. Spring mm -hmm. practice go good? Going real well, good. real well. Suddenly, he was the grand old man of Canadian football. He'd been in the game at a high level as a player, a coach, a broadcaster, a general manager, spanning five decades. And yet, he still had the enthusiasm, the spark. I love it when we get going, the season starts and we get into July and August and, the, and the, the atmosphere here now, the job that these people have done of turning the, the business side around and the people that come to the game. But there was something wrong in this new season. Lancaster wasn't feeling well. When he went for his checkup, the news he received was devastating. It's not the, the, the news you want to hear. Uh, it, it doesn't, it didn't fully surprise me. I think that uh, we had, had that problem. I have two brothers that died of cancer. And uh, so I know that, you know, that's in the family somewhere. Telling my mom and them, and my sisters, uh, that bothered me because of what happened with my brothers. But, uh, you, 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 I, I, you know, that's a tough one to talk about because you start making plans that you don't really want to make plans on. Bev took it very well. I mean, you know, she understands. She said, okay, let's get it fixed, you know, and, and that's a great attitude to have. The Canadian football world held its breath when Ron Lancaster went in for surgery. He had bladder cancer. One more battle for the little general. Everything seems to be fine right now. Uh, you learn to appreciate things a little bit more, and it, that's a heck of a way to have to learn to do it. You know, you, you hear people talk about when you're younger, you know, to do this, to, you, you just don't think about it. And then all of a sudden, some of the, when things hit, uh, then you, you start to see things in a different light. Following his operation, Ron Lancaster decided to step down from his role as general manager of the Ticats. He's still in the organization. They call him senior director of football operations. But it's really so they can call on him when they need to. For how could you not call on a legend. These days, he's taken up a different game, played at a much lower level. Football players, as it turns out, are not natural golfers. Oh, where the hell did it go, Hobie? Hey, no. Roddy's first ball went out of bounds. Hey. <laughs> Already? Holy crap. Nice hit. Did hey, you go over the sand? Right in the sand. you go over the sand? Yeah. Oh, easily. You go right in the sand. Roddy, I'm a hitter. I guess so. You're the finesse guy. I'm the hitter. No, I'm just here. I am not responsible for anything that happens to him medically. Did you bring a book or something we could read while we're waiting for this, okay? <laughs> Good ball, Tom. It's entirely different to be under the radar, so to speak. You don't have somebody at you all the time. And you know what you find at my age? You find, I think you find out that, you know, it's not bad to be under that radar. Okay. Hey, we can walk up the middle of the fairway. Hey, just like they do on TV. Like television guys. <laughs> you're not going to remember the game. If you're going to remember one or two where you won or you did something fine. I said, but you, what you're going to remember are the guys in the locker room, the guys you played with, the fun you had on the trips, on the bus rides, on the airplanes, in the hotels. That's what you miss. You miss that stuff. If you talk about uh, the best people you've ever met in your life, uh, without question, I would I would always put Ron Lancaster at the very, very top of the list. I think that he could have said, okay, guys, run to that wall. We'd, we'd all try to do it for him, you know. And that's, that's the type of guy that he was, the type of leader he was, and also the type of, uh, the type of friend that I have. Just a man's man, a great guy, and uh, I love him a lot, and I think the CFL uh, just wouldn't be here without him. There is no one person who has been regarded as highly and as warmly as he is from one end of this country to the other. Here I am, a, a, a guy out of Clareton, Pennsylvania, in Wittenberg College, I've been part of a Canadian Football League for 46 years. I don't think anybody would ever expect to do that. I've been part of this game so long, it's, it's uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do when I'm not part of it, I guess it's probably the easiest way to put it. I've just loved this game. It's, it's, uh, I, it's it given me the opportunity to make a living in, in something, and I probably would have done all those years for nothing if I could have afforded it. 
Remarkably, through 19 seasons as a quarterback, Ron Lancaster never suffered a major injury. And he is the first former CFL player to coach two teams to the Grey Cup. Thanks for watching our show. For Life and Times, I'm Anne-Marie McDonald. See you next time.